Hey, what is going on, everybody? We are here for week three NFL. This is a first look video, and this is the DFS Tavern, and I am the DFS Chef. You can find me on Twitter at the DFS Chef. But as always, I am not alone. Each and every week I have my co-host, and that is one Sterling Brown. How are you doing today, Sterling? Good. You are not the only chef because they let Russ cook last night, and that was a fun game to watch. So uh, excited to talk about uh, week three and break down uh, some of these early plays that we have going here. So uh, Brown on Twitter, feel free to at me, mention, retweet, ask questions, anything like that. And then on Facebook at Essential Sports Talk, um, those are the places you can find me. Definitely. Well, let's just jump right into it. We definitely have a lot of injuries that we saw in week two. So let's go and uh, start with you, Sterling, with your first look at DraftKings lineup. Yes. So I am going to, I won't go to the, well, I'll go to the injury play first. Um, unfortunately, Paris Campbell got hurt on the Colts. And what we saw was uh, Pittman stepped in. Michael Pittman, I think is his name. Uh, he stepped in and he got uh, in limited out, and he got six targets. So he obviously benefited from that. So I'm going to go ahead and take advantage. Uh, pretty good matchup there against the Jets. Looks like he's running the routes that uh, Phillip Rivers is able to uh, complete passes to. But uh, more importantly, I'm going to go to my quarterback. I was debating between two options. Uh, Cam Newton, with all of those rushing attempts that he's getting, it's just too difficult. It's just too hard to pass up. But I did have to give mention down here, way down here, to Jeff Driscoll. Um, in limited time, I mean, he came in relatively early, but he threw, put up 256 yards against the Steelers, two touchdowns. I mean, you figure they're going to be playing from behind. Uh, this is somebody you can go to. So um, I'm going to put him in a different lineup. But for my main one, I'm going to go to the known, and that known is uh, Cam Newton, $6,700 against the Raiders. Um, I mean, they can really choose how they want to beat them. And I think that um, one option is the player who's on the field the most at the wide receiver position is the absolute minimum because we got the advantage of seeing them play late last night. Now, I know that Burr didn't uh, get any targets in the first game against Miami. I feel like that was purely matchup based and the way that they were going to use Cam didn't require them to have a bird get uh, significant targets. But I think moving forward, they can't run Cam like that all the time. So let's go and take a chance with a guy who's out there for 80 plus percent of the snaps and uh, Demir Bird. Um, obviously, we all got burned by Derrick Henry. I think if you uh, played Daily Fantasy last week, you played him in a great matchup. I'm going to go right back to the well and hope that I just get him at lower ownership. I think that this is a great week for him to take advantage of, um, you know, this Minnesota team that is uh, below average in several aspects. Um, the Carolina Panthers were a one-man show, and that one man is unfortunately injured for the next four to six weeks in Christian McCaffrey. So we'll take advantage of that with the Chargers, who played surprisingly well against the Chiefs. Um, my – oh, my other running back play. It's an underpriced Arizona Cardinal. Um, Kenyon Drake oh, – I'm going a little too low there. I wish he was that low. Uh, Kenyon Drake at $6,000, saw 20 touches last week. I don't see why that wouldn't be any di different this week. So 20 touches on the ground, two targets in the air. Um, that's enough to justify the $6,000 price point. Um, at tight end, uh, I wanted to go and play uh, 
uh, Herndon, but I realized that uh, Adam Gase is probably coaching to get fired at this point, or he just doesn't know how to coach. Um, so with that being the case, I got to skip over Herndon, who I think is very talented and should get some um, play, some you know opportunities, but he's not. So we'll go back to Logan Thomas. Uh, Cleveland has a great uh, cornerback in Ward. He did a great job on A.J. Green. So um, we'll see how – uh, that funnel works again, and it might, you know, limit Terry McLaurin, which causes uh, Logan Thomas to get a few more targets. His production was low, but his target and activity was good, so there's nothing to really be scared of. I know I said that the Minnesota, uh, I almost said Timberwolves, uh, they're also uh, <laughs> a below average team, but uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, they're going to be playing from behind most likely. So now I got a little correlation here where Derrick Henry, sir, um, thriving hopefully with over 100 yards and at least one touchdown and then Adam Thielen and the uh, Vikings are just scrambling to try to make the score look respectable at the end of the game so um, we know they've done that before they didn't do it last week but hopefully they do it this week and then that leaves me 8300 uh, I got a couple of different options here um, but my favorite option is probably uh, Ezekiel Elliott I mean, even in a week where Dak Prescott got three uh, touchdowns on the ground, Zeke still got 22 rushing attempts. He managed to squeeze out uh, 89 yards. He did get into the end zone. He got seven targets. This guy's a workhorse. So I got two workhorses on my team and Derrick Henry and uh, Ezekiel Elliott. And I think I got some pretty good matchups and correlation here. So as far as the first look goes, I'm pretty happy with it. And then we'll tinker um, as uh, more news comes out. Nice. So then we got uh, Cam Newton, Derrick Henry, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Bird, Pittman, um, your other wide receiver, your final wide receiver, you said you were running it back in that Vikings game with, did you say Thielen? Yeah, Thielen. Thielen, Logan Thomas, and then you had Kenyon Drake and the Chargers defense, right? Yep. Nice. And once again, we don't talk about this at all before we do this. I had no idea where he was going, but I can say that we are definitely on the same page on several players or at least, or at least attacking the same game. Um, I like where you're going. I, 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 I overlooked bird when I made my first look lineup and you're, you are correct. He has uh, been seeing the majority of the snaps out of all the wide receivers on the Patriots and bare minimum price for a guy that uh, saw nine targets last night. And like you mentioned, I think the game plan uh, game one against the dolphins was completely different against the Raiders, I do think that he uh, is back in that same game plan like he was last night. So I definitely like where, where that first look lineup is. And uh, with that, I think we can move to my first look lineup, which again, like I said, is going to have a couple of those same players, I believe. Um, for me, I think the game this week to attack, just like last week, uh, we wanted to attack uh, the Atlanta-Dallas game. I think this week the game to attack is going to be Seattle and Dallas. So um, I'm going to uh, the front runner for the MVP candidate right now, and he might have locked it up after last night's performance already. Uh, that is Russell Wilson is my first look uh, lineup quarterback um, because we saw what Matt Ryan was able to do um, against the Cowboys yesterday. And on the same flip side, we saw what Cam Newton was able to do um, against Seattle. So I think you can go to either side of the ball at quarterback in this in this role. Um, the running backs that I'm looking at for my first look, I have Jonathan Taylor as my first look uh, lineup running back against the Jets. Um, it was clear that uh, Jonathan Taylor is now going to be the bell cow running back because Naheem Hines, who both of us liked uh, last week, um, 
hardly saw the field much at all yesterday. And we saw Jonathan Taylor really become that bell cow. So I'm rolling with Jonathan Taylor, despite the huge increase in price uh, from, from what we saw last week, jumped up $1,300. But uh, we also saw what Raheem Mostert was able to do before he exited the game. And even when he exited the game, Jarek McKinnon uh, was able to run, uh, you know, pretty easily against this Jets defense. So Jonathan Taylor's where I'm going as one of my first look running backs. The other first look running back I'm going to go to is Miles Sanders. Uh, obviously missed week one, but came in uh, yesterday against the Rams and had some good success. Again, we want these running backs that are going to give you hopefully 20 plus touches every single week. And we saw John Miles Sanders yesterday, you know, have 23 touches and now he faces Cincinnati at home. And uh, Cincinnati is currently ranked 30th in the league versus the run. And we saw what uh, Chubb and Kareem Hunt were able to do against the Cincy defense. Uh, you know, on Thursday night. So I do think that Sanders is, you know, a perfect back that is almost, you know, a Chubb and Kareem Hunt kind of blend. Uh, for the wide receivers, um, like I mentioned, I'm going to look to attack the Dallas-Seattle game, and I love to stack a quarterback with a wide receiver, and I am going to stack Russell Wilson with DK Metcalf in my first look lineup. And for the run back, in that same game, I'm going to the rookie. I think Prescott has really built a nice rapport with C.D. Lamb. Uh, and I'm looking to go C.D. Lamb as my other wide receiver in my first look lineup. And for the final wide receiver in my first look lineup, like I mentioned, we might not be exactly on the same player, but we're, we're, we're keying in on that same game. And I completely bypassed Bird. And I have Nikhil Harry as my first look wide receiver. Uh, who saw 12 targets yesterday. So I don't think you can go wrong with either Harry or Bird, just depending on how much money you want to save with either one of them. Uh, I'm with you and right on the same page. My first look lineup tight end is going to be Logan Thomas. Um, you can't argue that the guy has seen 17 targets over these first two weeks, just didn't connect on a few of those targets yesterday. But uh, Cleveland shows that they're not that good, uh, especially defending tight ends. Um, that Thursday night game, we saw uh, Uzama come, up, come down with a nice grab, and then he got hurt. But then uh, his, uh, his tight, his backup, who all of a sudden, I can't remember the guy's name. I want to say Sample or something like that, who's going to be moving into the starting role for Cincinnati. He saw, I think, nine targets when Uzama went out. So I do think that uh, you can – hit the middle of the field with your tight end against Cincinnati or I'm sorry, against Cleveland. So Logan Thomas is also where I'm going for my tight end. And uh, for my flex position, just like you have Kenyon Drake, I also have Kenyon Drake. Um, again, the guy sees 20 plus touches a game and he just hasn't found the end zone as of yet, but he's facing a Detroit team who just were absolutely torched by Aaron Jones. And before we went on the air, you know, we did talk a tiny bit, but not about our picks. We just mentioned it how we did last week. And I'll admit last week for our first look and also for our second video, we didn't mention Aaron Jones at all. But if you're in our discord chat, I really toward the end of the, you know, toward later in the week, really focused and, and, and flipped as to where I really liked that game. And I told everyone in discord, that uh, my my focus had shifted from Devontae Adams to Aaron Jones, and it really paid off in a lot of my lineups yesterday. 
And seeing as what Aaron Jones did yesterday, I'm going to say that Kenyon Drake is in that same juicy matchup. And I think he really erupts in week three against the Lions. And uh, for my first look lineup defense, as of right now, uh, it leaves me $3,500 on the table. Uh, I'm actually going to plug in the Patriots defense as of right now for my first look lineup at 3200 leaving $300 on the table, which gives you room to go up to one of those other defenses in that range. Um, I mean, they, they, they had a pick six yesterday against Russell Wilson and then Seattle, you know, Russell Wilson's just an elite quarterback. Uh, but I do think that the Raiders are, are young. They'll make mistakes. Carr has been, you know, prone to making plenty of mistakes in the past. And the game is back in new England where yesterday's game was in Seattle. So I feel that, uh, the Patriots should be in a much better matchup uh, this Sunday. So there's my first look lineup on DraftKings. What are your thoughts there? Uh, well, I love the two plays that we have in common, obviously. I think it is, makes so much sense with Logan Thomas not changing in price but $100. And, I mean, Cleveland's had three touchdowns scored on them by tight ends in two weeks because Mark Andrews had two in week one. And then, like you said, Drew Sample was heavily targeted. Um, I know that, you know, uh, looks like Burrow may lean on his tight end, but they're ranked 32nd against the tight end. I know it's only two weeks, but I think there's something there. And then with Kenyon Drake at $6,000, you don't get a running back touching the ball 20 times. Um, I'll just go ahead and toot my own horn. I do think that Bird uh, is going to be the better play over Harry because that $1,200 does come into play. Um, and, you know, we both like having these physically imposing players on our team. You have DK Metcalf. I have Derrick Henry. Um, it's just it's, – it's a man amongst boys because in that game last night, I remember watching DK Metcalf warm up. He's jumping like a foot higher than the crossbar catching uh, practice balls in the end zone. Uh, it must be an intimidation factor because if I was a cornerback, I don't know what I would do. But um, luckily I'm not a cornerback. I just have these uh, conversations with you, make me feel good. And uh, that's all I got for this week. You know, like I said, I completely overlooked and bypassed Bird. So whoever you think is the better wide receiver between Bird or Harry Make, make your own decision that for those people that are watching this video. Uh, that first look lineup that I made, if you want to put Bird in over Harry, and then you can, if you want, you can upgrade C.D. Lamb to Amari Cooper, and that would leave you $400 on the table. So there's, there's a completely other option if you want to go that route. So, you know, with that being said, I, I think we've given you two solid first look lineups. But again, this is early in the week. We're going to be looking for more news and information, more injuries that possibly might come out out that uh, weren't you know publicized as of yet so we will be back later in the week for a second video where we're going to give you know a yahoo lineup as well as a FanDuel lineup so make sure to tune in for that later in the week but until then sterling let everyone know where they can find you absolutely uh, so on twitter it's at s dot brown two four that's dot spelled out d-o-t and then on Facebook, Essential Sports Talk, we talk about a lot more than just daily fantasy. But if you want to focus on daily fantasy, reach out to me on Twitter at s.brown24. And um, Essential Sports Talk for just casual sports conversation on Facebook. Definitely. And once again, you can find me on Twitter at the DFS Chef. And also you can find me on the DFS Tavern website and also in our Discord chat. And you can do that by making a pledge via Venmo or PayPal. And until then, we wish you all the best. May all your screens be green. Take care.